0: Welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis.
1: I'm Benjamin Halden. Do you want me to go?
0: Yeah. Okay, we go. Love I feel like Ben's intros are really good. He kind of does like a little summary of the week.
1: Mm. I'll do try.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting for people.
1: This is episode two of series three, which is now the video format as well. So again, if you listen to this on Apple or on Spotify, then you can tune in now on the youtube channel which is the not so fit couple, couple podcast, podcast. channel well remembered there. we've now got the, the first version that we did if you watched it last week was basically what um cal referred to as the beta version so this week's episode is going to be a hell of a lot better there's a few more saucy angles um so there's nowhere to hide on this one basically
0: but you've always got to try and test things i feel like for the very first one it was actually epic
1: it was cool. considering
0: it was like the first video podcast we've ever done and if you've not seen it and if you're listening definitely go over to the YouTube channel and have a little watch like it's just that it's the whole section where I'm talking about poo I was gonna say, that was
1: a and it's literally just poo. like
0: on my face <laughs> the camera you on your face no wow, the camera is so zoomed, in. the camera's so zoomed in very quickly the camera is so zoomed in my face and I'm just completely I've never been so normal talking about poo wasn't i and i was just so great about the whole conversation you've massively
1: overcome that poo stigma because last week you wouldn't even say the words i think i feel like we're crossing boundaries already thank
0: you thank you very much.
1: also if you listen to this we are midway through our five day free challenge event which i don't know why i'm telling you because you now can no longer enter it but if you're in the event great stuff well done continue stay motivated and also we are still running I believe when this goes up, the podcast competition where you can leave a review um, on, it you leave the review on Apple iTunes?
0: Yeah, it's really difficult to figure out if you can actually leave them on Spotify. We always get asked and I just don't know the answer. You can't. Kyle's just confirmed you cannot, yeah, which can. is really annoying. However, I mean, I'm really sorry for Android users. Can they still leave a review
1: um, on
0: Apple podcast? We don't know. Either way, if you can, thing is please you can, leave a review. What you can
1: now do, because we've got the podcast up on the YouTube channel, you can also leave a review oh, in yeah. the comments of the YouTube and we'll pick them up. Just make sure to put your Instagram um, name, tag in, sorry, and make sure that you like the video on YouTube and also subscribe to the channel because it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But I think we will also be getting the videos up on Spotify at some point as well, I believe.
0: Yeah, we want to go for the um, sexy Joe Rogan vibe, don't we? Yeah, we do. He has like... Why are you he saying has that you're really sexy, by the way? Like, we're I talking meant his, about, I meant we're his podcast. You're podcast
1: now on relationships and you start by calling the man sexy. <laughs> no, so I mean, all, his all podcast his
0: podcast setup is sexy, isn't it? Okay. Like, it looks... I feel like
1: you're trying to save yourself and it's not going down done very well.
0: <laughs> it looks great. Anyway, as Ben just said, today's episode is anyway, all about... Anyway, brief pause. It, wow, it,
1: actually, here's another thing for you because Carl gave me this, this fact yesterday about Coca-Cola they've came in the right time there, haven't I? So, Cal give me this interesting fact. Cal's a a, a knowledge on fountain of
0: general knowledge facts, or, random facts, or useless
1: facts, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, when you open the can, this does, does sound different to the Monster can. Mm. I had the can of Coke yesterday, obviously not full fat. I'm not an absolute weirdo. Um, but when you open it, it has like a three-point click to so go. Tss, 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 tss. Apparently, Coca-Cola have poured millions of pounds into that into marketing to get that three point click like bang on to make it as loud as possible so that when you open it whether you're on like a bus walking down the street in a supermarket like wherever you can hear that and it does make you turn around when you hear a click don't it
0: i mean i don't really drink coke so i can't vouch for (laughs) coca-cola
1: Not, I don't care whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm talking about the three-point click and it's magic. I thought it that is that was pretty quite go- cool fact. That is a
0: very cool marketing tactic, but I feel like more people should know that. Why don't they share that saying, this is our three-point click?
1: Because you don't want people to... They want it to be like a subconscious thing that like you hear that three click,
0: And you 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 think about Coca-Cola. Yes. Okay, that is really clever. But away from the monster can and on onto today's podcast okay. episode. Now, we've never spoke about this in the whole two years of the podcast which is really weird because we're called no, the not you know so fit you, couple. Do
1: you know what we were talking about this the other day about what the podcast was going to be? Do you know what? Do you know what she said to me? I don't know why I'm saying she, but do you remember what you said to me. No. Do you think that people know we're a couple?
0: Yeah, I'm. It's called I'm sorry. the
1: not so fit couple. Yes, podcast. but some
0: people might not think that if if they listen to this podcast out of like nowhere or don't know us from Instagram, they might just think. Because you can get a couple of people. You can get a couple. <laughs> a couple means two. It doesn't necessarily mean we are a couple. We're in a relationship. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel like... what well, If anyone doesn't know, myself and Ben are a couple in a relationship.
1: Yeah. And God you cleared that one And up we thought away.
0: we would do today's episode on relationships. And we are definitely not saying we're relationship experts. However, we have definitely made our relationship pretty damn great. And... Considering we work together, we own a business together, we live together, it's actually questioned a lot of the time in terms of how do you not get sick of each other, how do you not get, how do you live together, how do you work together? Like all these questions, and we just thought, why don't we actually talk about what works in our relationship? Because it might be quite helpful.
1: I've had quite a few of the questions on ask that question on Instagram as well, so I think it's it's obviously on people's mind. I think well, the reason why it's on people people's minds more at this this point in time is because obviously we're in lockdown. And I guess for a lot of people, it can be very lonely. It's, it, I feel lonely sometimes mm. and I've got you all the time. So for people who are, who are on their own, they're probably like looking for more companionship from other people and looking for someone that they can share the loneliness with, I suppose.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then also on the other end of the spectrum, people you might not have lived with someone before and now you're with them 24-7 oh, yeah, in, yeah. in lockdown or the fact that if you're in a relationship you usually go to two separate offices to work, but now you're both working yeah, it's from challenging. home, and yeah, it can be really challenging. Obviously, me and Ben have done it for
1: day one, so we three haven't known any years, difference. we
0: we don't know any different. But for a lot of people, it is something that's really, really new. But the first thing is, and this is something Ben takes the piss out of all the time in terms of how we met. I did not. You did, slide I did, not yes, you did slide into Ben's DMs. I did not slide into Ben's DMs.
1: We're gonna probably hear a very different story now, by the way. So just be prepared Di- for <laughs> this story to be slightly stretched and warped.
0: Genuinely, though, we didn't. I didn't slide into his DMs. We didn't even have each other on Instagram before we met. So we must have met now. It's like four years ago.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah, probably four I don't, years I'm ago. I'm not
0: very good with dates. I can't really remember. It, does it feels like long, it, it feels like I've been with you for like ten years, but. We met at an event called FitCon and that was in London and...
1: It's basically like a... a, a crap body, body power.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good, was yeah. it? Whatever it was. Yeah, it's and bit, it's only been one of them.
1: Yeah. It was basically like the relentless of energy drinks for like fit, fitness exercises. Yeah. It, like? just, it was just pretty poor. Didn't, it just didn't hit off, did it really? Yeah.
0: However, me and Ben met there. We were both working for the same company. And that was the first time I met him at the train station. In my head, I was like... <laughs> He's hunky. <laughs> like, who is this guy?
1: Do you know what your vocabulary when it comes to descriptions is very mature, isn't it? Like H-hunky. beyond mature. Like hunky and oh gosh. <laughs> well,
0: What's the other
1: term that you say all the time, and it sounds like when that oh someone blimey. Has "oh blimey"? Oh, <laughs> who has said that term?
0: Oh uh, blimey!
1: Under the age of fifty.
0: Me, but, I do. Yeah. I don't know, it's just maybe it's because of Debs and Clive. That's just how I've been, how I've been brought up. My nan's really well-spoken as well. And I, sometimes I try and not let your accent rub off on me too much as well. Why? Because I, I have, I'm my own person. I have to let, have to, you know, I have to let that stay with me. Okay. Me and Ben met at FitCom. And instantly we just got on really, really well. And it was kind of like, just like a strong friendship. Yeah. You, you can say that. And we just had a lot in common. Obviously, we're both really into fitness. At the time, I think I was first year of uni. You you're 14, I was
1: going to say. I fucking hope definitely not. Definitely
0: not. I was definitely not. I think I was 20, nine, 19, yeah. 20, something like that. And we'd met for the first time. We'd all worked together this whole weekend. We did a training session together. We just got on really well as mates. It wasn't really like a thing well we were
1: both in relationships at the time as yeah well. we were
0: both with other people and we just got on really well and it was like a super nice weekend but obviously like ben lives in liverpool and i lived in manchester at the time i was working i wasn't working i was at university in manchester so we didn't see each other after that i don't think for, well i was for working months.
1: for i was working for the company to nutrition who you, you were doing like ad hoc stuff for basically. So I'd see you like every now and again, maybe yeah. maybe every three or four months and we'd just kind of catch up then. Yeah, it,
0: just like we'd randomly see each other. Yeah, And then it was my, oh no, it must have been second year of uni because I went into my third year and that's when you said to me, do you want to do your work placement as a as a coach and as a personal yeah, trainer I with me? Yeah, because set up
1: my coach, coaching business. Yeah,
0: because yeah. Ben has set up my coach and I needed to, and I was already into fitness completely. Then I set up like my Lucy Davis Fit page. I already had my personal training qualifications. I was really loving fitness. I knew I wanted to do it. And when Ben said, okay, for your 10-week work placement, do you want to work with me? I was like, yeah, for sure. And that was January of, I don't know, three years ago or something. Yeah. It and then the rest yeah. is history.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That was it. We started working together, didn't we? And then it slowly developed. I yeah. Think I I I was getting more at that point already, more and more consumed by Me. More <laughs> By <laughs> work, is what I was going to say. I was literally spending like fourteen hour days just in the office uh, because I think that's what you do when you first start a business. And yeah, my previous relationship, I, I believe, kind of deteriorated because of that. So mm-hmm. I kind of got more and more attached to work and devoted myself to work. And then you came to work with us. And I think that's like a, a thing which was why we had a lot in common was because then we both came so committed to the business and to work. Yeah. that we spent more time together because of it. So I think it's one of the biggest questions that we often get of, isn't it? It's like, how do you work together? How do you own a business together and run a relationship? Because that does mean when we... When you kind of cast an overview of it, I know we're not doing a lot of training together at the moment, but we live together, train together, run a business together, socialise together. Like we do a lot of stuff together. So I think people often wonder, like, how do you spend so much time together, and and run a business? Like how how does it not get, how do you not get on top with you? I think is mo- the most common question.
0: Yeah. Well, this is the thing, and. Obviously, me and Ben started off as friends, and then got into which a I relationship. think, by the way, sorry, just
1: to interrupt. This is a good place to start for a lot of
0: people. I think it's a good place to start because you get to actually know the person on a friendship level as well, yeah. in terms of like how they are around other people, their how they are socially, and things like that, and then what they speak to you about. And we were always like super open with each other as friends. So when it turned into a relationship, as Ben said, we were already working together as friends before being in a relationship so we've never not worked together we've all we've always worked in the same office when we had an office yeah we've always traveled together we've done a lot of things from the start so our situation might be a little bit different considering if you actually met someone at work like if you actually went to work and met someone there however we started like the my coach school and things together but ben obviously started the business my coach first and I think building a business together has taught us how to better better handle our non-business disagreements. So for example, if we're making decisions about how to move forward with the business, you kind of have to think like ultra rationally instead of emotionally about a problem. And then you learn to handle disagreements in business. And it also translates to your personal relationship. And I think you, you kind of get into the habit of, having to compromise because you have to compromise in business me and ben own my coach together and we own the my coach school together so we have to compromise on business decisions and i just think it think it makes it easier for our our personal life
1: but i think the thing is as well if you look at for example a business i believe two brains are better than one
0: yeah you got, for to, sure. you got
1: two people making decisions like and two knowledgeable people i'd like to think knowledgeable, knowledgeable. Not gonna lie. you're two knowledgeable people making decisions on business it's, it's only gonna better what you do and you got like i've got you to um contend with sometimes i've got you to challenge me i've got you to question me like with stuff where i just make decisions on my own so in regards to business i just believe it better is the business it better is my decision making because you're there to challenge me and vice versa and i think the biggest thing is obviously you to collectively together, then, although it can put pressure on a relationship, we go through like the, the low points together of when like business has been shipped before. Oh, yeah. And I think every business goes through that point and it's, it's very stressful, but then at least we had each other to kind of go through it with. But then also, you celebrate the successful p- p- periods together as well, which is great.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing though, we get to solve problems together, we get to communicate with the whole of the My Coach school team we watch each other exceed in different things so for example we do a lot of campaigns that are separate we both work with different companies and we always big up each other's wins because it means it means a lot to us because we know how that feels so we can kind of relate which is what we actually spoke about before the podcast and you can agree to disagree with me but I don't fully believe that opposites always attract that was my next point you can continue. I just think it's a bit of a weird one. I think
1: what you're relating to is that you're relating to like different people's interests. I Just because, for example, I know what you're referring to is like, for example, say I wasn't into fitness.
0: Yeah. That, that is what I'm referring that, yeah, to. Yeah.
1: Th- I don't believe that's an opposite. I've got a okay. different interest. Okay. I don't think that means you're an opposite. Opposites are like when you're coming from two completely different viewpoints, standpoints, ethos on life. I think is is, is an opposite. And maybe even like um, for example, what would be two opposites be? Um,
0: I find it hard to think a, what they would be. What's that word Like an for? introvert and an extrovert.
1: Exactly. Exactly the two terms. But do you I'm think that would
0: work though? Do you not think someone would be so overpowering in the relationship? But maybe
1: that... I know how it works because my nan and granddad were like that as well. Like my granddad was a massive extrovert mm. and my nan was a massive introvert and she didn't particularly like talking that much and he loved talking. Yeah. And she felt uncomfortable. But however, when my granddad passed away it was difficult for my nan because she was introverted and then she had to then do all talking. things. She kind of lost but, that yeah, it almost voice. Yeah, it almost made her come out more. So it, it's mm. difficult because I think there's, there's good and bad points with being introverted and extroverted and bit then being partners that one does a lot of the talking and it relieves pressure from the other person, but then that person never really, not that the extroverted crutch for them, but... they do rely and depend on them so that when that person's not there, maybe in other social situations, how do they really socially interact with other people?
0: Yeah, okay, I do get that then. If you're talking about maybe different personalities can come together, but I definitely think you have to have some of the same interests. I have never, ever been with someone who wasn't into sport.
1: I know what you mean, but what about if my interests were darts, okay?
0: Oh, that's I was so passionate
1: but the, the good thing is... That a I sport. could sport. I could... Okay. I'm
0: talking about someone. I couldn't okay. be with someone I who sits into... on the couch and plays Cod all day. Do you know what I mean? Like That is so opposite to me. I'm up, I'm going, I'm active. I'm creating a, okay. a, an, a, a business. My
1: hobby and interest is pottery. Like, I love making pots. The the beauty of... you both having different interests sometimes that I could then take you to pottery class and something that you've never done before, something new for you to experience. Like people who have those different interests Mm. can then bring each other into those other situations that they maybe never would have got into before because they never would have had someone to, I suppose, lead them into it.
0: Yeah, I do agree with that. Do you know what? I think I'm trying to get the words out that I couldn't be with someone who has no drive and no passion to actually get up and do something. If you're up and doing pottery and that's what you love to do, fucking great because you have a passion you're doing something I think what I'm trying to say is like, I couldn't be with someone who just has no drive to do something. Yeah, I what mean. That's what I'm meaning by like the opposites. Because a great example of what you just said there is my mum and dad, because my dad's always cycled for years and that got my mum into cycling. And now they're both like avid, amazing cyclists and they travel the world together cycling. And yeah. my mum wouldn't have done that without. Dad.
1: i think those two like scenarios a good point of view because if you have someone who hasn't got the same interest then you can drag the other person into it and like experience it and maybe then go on to enjoy it and carry on doing it maybe like yeah. your mom and dad does i think the thing that's interesting for me and you because we did have the same interest is that when you both have the same interest i think it brings another element out which is competitiveness <laughs> isn't it it is i'm it, so
0: com- do you mean in terms of fitness in terms of training
1: yeah well because with any interest that like you've got the same it's, it then becomes competition. And obviously, that's good to have healthy competition because it drives you to want to become better all the time. You're challenging the other person. Um, you're contending with the other person. You're pushing the other person. Especially, <laughs> yeah, when, especially with some fitness stuff or strength stuff. Obviously, you're then trying to challenge yourself to push the stuff that I'm doing, which is...
0: Not going to happen. <laughs> but
1: you're still pushing yourself. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing that you want to try and get away from, and I do do it sometimes is making comparisons i think that's human nature we make comparisons you don't want to compare yourself to each other because you're two different people
0: yeah i i wouldn't compare myself to you i don't think i i would i think we're just very very different on a lot of levels okay but also very the same
1: i'm going to touch on a topic which is like kind of comes into this one i hadn't put it in, in in the podcast but we've spoke about it before which is jealousy. Mm. And that comes in from comparisons. And the one thing that I want to fair touch on is, because that's just something that I talked about. I had a therapist like all last year and it was for the eating disorder. It wasn't for anything to do with life. But you do pick up certain points of your of your life within that because it's kind of like an overview of everything. Oh, yeah, pardon me. <laughs> and one of the things we touched touched on was jealousy. And the, the thing that she said to me was that a lot of people associate jealousy with a negative as a negative term mm-hmm. and it's not we all get jealous you just need to accept it yeah. like there's nothing wrong with being t- i've been jealous of you before stuff yeah And like there's, there's lots of stuff to be jealous about but it's not a bad thing either i'm not act i'm not acting on it and I'm, I'm still supportive of everything that you do and what you're doing but i can be jealous sometimes of stuff
0: yeah i think that's completely normal and i think when people try to suppress it you- <sighs> jealousy is it's so normal and like you said i feel like it has this complete negative connotation when it's all right like you can still be so happy and amazed that your your partner in their success or whatever they're doing but yeah you might feel a bit like oh god i wish i was doing that as well and that's fine it's not it might just drive you forward a bit
1: i think the the problem is people suppress it and believe that they shouldn't be feeling it and
0: which makes any situation worse
1: the reason why that is sometimes though is because the way that the term is used, i.e., you will hear people say, Oh, oh she's she- so jealous. You're a jealous bitch. So yeah. you ju- you're <laughs> just you're just jealous. Like it's used in a very negative way. So that yeah, we believe is. that we shouldn't be jealous when it, there's nothing wrong with it. Like it's it's just an, it's another human feeling. It's just had negative associations over years and years and years and years, so that's all that we shouldn't feel that way. The same way that in regards to like, the way that whole thing of like men shouldn't show emotions, you shouldn't cry, it's 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 only been one of those things that's been manifested over years to the point that now men feel like it shouldn't be that way but the more it's spoken about the the more it's kind of out there and it's it's more relatable to and it's easy to talk about
0: yeah definitely and this actually links in really well to something I wanted to speak about in terms of key factors and this is basing it off our relationship but just before I dive into that one of the things that I forgot to mention about the whole working together on a business is. That we actually have a shared vision. And that's key for any relationship, but particularly important in a business relationship. And I think working together to build a business means you kind of had to have clear expectations of one another and sharing the same vision of where you want the business to go. So our relationship and our business are obviously very aligned. <laughs>
1: do you know what I thought you were going to do then? <laughs> I thought you were gonna like release our ten-year business strategy plan into <laughs> the here podcast. Here we go, no,
0: no. But you know, what I mean, like yeah. we know where we want to be. In fact, we know what we're doing. Yeah. We're so driven with the My Coach School and our business, and we believe yeah. in it so much. And that really, really brings out a lot in our relationship. Like when we're having, when we, when we talk about the business, holy fuck, we get so excited sometimes. Yeah. And I think it's lovely to share that passion with your other half. Like I think it is truly amazing. Um but obviously I think it's important as
1: well to know that goal but then forget about it. Yeah. Because when you've so truly focused on it, it just takes away from everything else of the process of your relationship of anything else. Or yeah. whatever else you're doing. You just need to focus on day to day.
0: Yeah, definitely. And just like the one I guess this is like a negative thing is sometimes when you do live with someone and you own a business together, you find it harder to stop working.
1: Yeah, that's one of the difficult things I think.
0: Because it could be like eight, eight or nine o'clock at night and we're both still working, but you kind of don't want to stop because you're working on the same thing. Yeah, it's there's not no like one to pull the plug. exactly. It's not like you got in from work at five yeah. and you're chilling the whole night and I would just be sat on my laptop. You would probably say, Lucy, like stop, put your laptop yeah. down. But sometimes we do, especially when there's challenges, we're working till work, like yeah. nine till ten o'clock at night and sometimes it's really difficult to switch off. But I think we got a lot better in this lockdown.
1: Yeah, I think that is also through, like the nature of the business as well. It's like always yeah. 24, it's not like a nine to five kind of open shop, shut shop, <laughs> where I can, can finish. The other thing yeah. though is I think it makes you, it gives you like more empathy in regards, like I know that you're doing something, I don't know why you're doing something, I don't know why yeah. sometimes you have to work later because mm. I sometimes have to do that as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. So it
1: does help you relate to the other person and what they're doing. So there's kind of swings in round about, I suppose, isn't it? doesn't not its that the right term?
0: Yeah, no, it, right it does term. completely. The topic that I wanted to go on to is actually communication. And in relationships, communication allows you to explain to someone else what you're experiencing and what your needs are. Now, the actual communication in relationships is essential I think to having a happy healthy partnership and it's not about making small talk in terms of like it's nice to ask your partner how your day is and things like that but what you want is a deep and meaningful relationship of that the actual bigger picture and learning how to communicate in a relationship is about fulfilling your partner's needs and what I mean by this is like obviously when you say the word communication a lot of people might just think yeah like I've asked them how the day is I've asked them how they are like what they're up to that's not communicating on a deep level communicating on a deep level is shutting up and listening to them like are they are they are they feeling okay like are they actually okay in lockdown are they mentally okay and things like that
1: yeah I know what you mean I was good about to go into communication then as well um do you know what, one of the things I wrote down as a bullet point because I re- I read it well I didn't read it I did it as an audio book ages ago. Do you remember?
0: Um. Oh, the five love, five, uh, love five languages, languages of love. Yeah, love languages. I just
1: called it love languages. Yeah. Yeah. Completely forgot everything that was in it. It's no, obviously joking. it's everything there about
0: is, gift giving and understanding there's, there's, your partner's thing. different
1: people will understand the communication of love in different ways. So yeah, some people are. I'm not talking in the sexual content end. Some like how you are as a person, like some people enjoy giving, some people enjoy receiving, some people enjoy time, some people enjoy affection, tangible gifts, some affection, some people enjoy um, receiving like memories, I like taking back to like the first time you met, bloody blah. There's all different like love languages and people relate to different things in different ways and it was all about talk, like how you can communicate in a way that your partner will understand and yeah. doing stuff in a way that your partner will enjoy it. I think... The only thing I couldn't sort of jam with was it was quite religious and I'm not religious.
0: Yeah, so you find it hard to actually relate to some of the things that they were saying. Yeah,
1: but the, 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 the narrative of it was cool. Like, I took a lot away from it. It was just some of it wasn't... Re- like, with every book, there. There's, there's stuff in there where it's like, skip, skip. Like, it's just there's some yeah. shit that wasn't read. But it was that was a really cool book. And I think one of the biggest things has to be communication. And it's, it's only something that will get better, as you, you told about it. Like, we've had stuff where we just miscommunicated stuff or haven't communicated stuff.
0: Yeah, completely. And I remember the worst one for me was when I was going through my first really, really bad patch of anxiety. And I didn't tell you for, like, two or three months that I had actually been diagnosed with anxiety. I just didn't tell you. And you every day were like, what's up? Like, and that actually started to push us apart. And that's only when I actually told you, like, look... I'm I'm so anxious. I've been anxious for like three months.
1: Yeah, but and then as soon as you told me, because remember we had that whole period of where you like back and forth in the hospital, had yeah. severe stomach pains, didn't know what was going on for like five or six months. You'd been in surgery to, ca- to see if there was anything going on internally. And you told me, and within like a week, I'd done like a bit of digging myself and would found the root cause was the anxiety, was a direct correlation with the stomach problems that you were having. And as soon as then you started to, to deal with the anxiety, the stomach problems went away.
0: Yeah. It w- it was actually like that quick as well. I remember after quick. the operation, the stomach pain started to come back and I was just absolutely in turmoil. Yeah. And you just said this one thing like, look, I think it could be your mindset and your anxiety because you've had it for so long. I actually think it's that. And then when I started to work on that, when I opened things up to you, I actually felt so much better. And that is communicating on a deeper level. I know how Ben's day is. I still ask him how his day was and, we're usually doing stuff together anyway, but like, like asking him how he actually is. Like, do you feel anxious at the moment? Like, are you okay? Is there anything you want to chat about? I think that's so important in a relationship. If you can't do that with your partner, you've kind of got a lot to think about. I feel if you can't, yeah. uh, like feel like you can ask them deep down what they're they're feeling and what their emotions are. Yeah, I and it took us a while to get there. To be fair, depends um, on the
1: person, well, because some people, some people like I've been at a certain point to shut off. Yeah, and then it it it, put, it backs that person to the corner because they don't want to share stuff. Yeah, it's so like just... getting
0: blood out of stone with you. What? Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the term?
1: Yeah, but I'm not like that now.
0: <laughs> no, you're not like that now. But you were. You you never shared because your emotions because you are not ready to open
1: up yeah. stuff as well. Like and then asking them and asking them and asking them like backs them into a the corner more. Yeah. So yeah, I think you just you just got to understand what your partner is is about really.
0: Yeah, definitely. And this it, sorry,
1: just to put in also you got to, I think when it comes to the work life balance, you've got to prioritise your relationship or your partner over anything else, even over the business, over anything. Like that has to to, to have a successful relationship, that's what it's gotta be. It's gotta prioritize it. And I think that's why some people aren't ready. But whether like for me when I was in business when I first started, I wasn't re- I couldn't be in a relationship at the same time because I was prioritizing something else. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. But you can't be in a relationship and prioritize something else because it's not fair on the other person. That's why I, I cut my previous one off because it wasn't fair mm. to that person. Like I was too pro- too focused on business. And people might have other priorities, whether it be professional, social, like they just want to go out with friends more. That's fine. Just don't get in a relationship if you're not going to prioritize the person.
0: Yeah, that's so true because that person should be everything to you, really. They should mean everything to you. And like you said, they should be at the top of that list and I think one of the things in terms of how to improve communication and relationship is being open and honest and actually saying how you feel needs to be really clear and sometimes you can be really nervous like I've had some times where I've wanted to speak to Ben about things and I've been so nervous and I've bottled it up for like a couple of hours and I feel like I'm going to explode and a lot of the time retreating from conflict seems safe and it's it's comfortable you know not to have to want to argue and things like that but it's not a substitute for trust in a relationship and it'll never ever help you learn how to communicate better because realistically if you're walking away from an argument as a temporary way to deal with an ongoing communication issue that shouldn't be done because you're just going to go back to it all over again you've not actually solved anything and people say to us god you must never argue i think i if you don't argue in a relationship, there's something not quite right.
1: Oh, yeah. you got to arguments. You
0: could always have disagreements about things. It could be like, I don't know, what time we're going to go for a walk disagreement because you think one thing, I think another. No,
1: do you know what the ultimate disagreement was yesterday? And this really <laughs> pissed me off.
0: What?
1: And this is the first time you've ever said it, by the way. Do you know what I'm going to say?
0: No, I'm waiting for you.
1: You just got carried away with it as well. It did actually hurt me a little bit. What? You actually said you believe that Lord of the Rings was better than Harry Potter.
0: I do strongly believe that's that. That's
1: fucking bullshit.
0: No, do you know why though?
1: No. Uh, nah, completely
0: agrees with me because yesterday you
1: got carried away with one scene of Lord of the Rings. She, you got, you got so passionate and involved about it, you've forgotten who you are.
0: No, when the Riders of Rohan come over that freaking hill at the at the the end war, I was like. I was honestly, I had heart palpitations like an hour after because, and I think you know when that is your favorite film. I could watch that and I had this conversation with Cal. I could watch the extended versions for the rest of my life if I had to choose a series.
1: But you've got carried away with one bit. Like what about the bit where he's just like, Voldemort's done, that, done, it, done this shit. And yeah, then, but that's just no, not and then he's, in, he's in He's in Hagrid's arms and he's walking back of him. And you're getting ready for it. My, my hair's already going on my arm, here, but it's walking back into the castle. He drops and he legs it. He's back. He's fucking back.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a really emotional part of Harry Potter. However, I feel like Lord of the Rings is more realistic. Do you know what I mean? Like, Harry Potter's magic, which is great. Love it. But realistically, I know orcs aren't real, but realistically, that whole war scenario...
1: That's not what movie is a more about. Realistic. Okay, we're gonna have, This is where we're gonna. Have we're to gonna agree have disagree. to just,
0: uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> for example, this is where we agree, to disagree. But yeah, they, they, that was just like a, a funny disagreement. Also, yesterday. if you're watching this
1: on YouTube, put in the comments if you agree with me. Hey, just write H P. If you agree with Lucy, just put L O T R.
0: Yeah, that's Lord of the Rings, um, in, in oh, short. Thank by you the way, so much for that if you didn't know, I'm
1: sure people were well aware what what that meant.
0: But no back onto the whole thing of arguments and conflict, it can definitely feel easier to not share how you're feeling. And if you don't want to be honest and open about something, but when you bottle up and you don't speak about it, and I know from experience, it can feel really, really awful. And you're 100% when you actually speak to your partner, They'll more likely than not be understanding and just be happy that you spoke to them about it. Because if you think, for example, they've done something wrong or you don't agree with something and you bottle it up, it's gonna make you feel awful. If you just communicate and speak to them and say, like, that made me feel a bit weird, why why did you do that? Or what happened here, or X, Y, and Z, and they explain it, and then you have an explanation. And then that's kind of all you need.
1: Yeah. I think when you when you if you're thinking about saying something and you feel like it's a really touchy topic and you're scared about saying something, it's probably, you should be talking about it.
0: Yeah, I think that's like with anything in life though. Yeah. Not even just, just relationships. Addressing, addressing something that needs to be addressed.
1: But I think, and this was, I think it was, is it from Jordan Peters? I'm the not The guy sure. who made the 12, 12, life 12 rules. 12
0: rules of life, yeah, yeah. I've not read it. but He,
1: he suggests having... 90 minutes of uninterrupted time to speak per week. Whether that's like all in one block, like it's probably not it's that deal. An half quiet. No, but you mean spread over the week. Okay. It's not that hard. Like if me and you went for a walk for an hour. Oh yeah, we chat an, about That's an hour of uninterrupted time. And we do that pretty much every day. Mm. Plus, look what we're doing now. Yeah,
0: we're having This a is probably year. like
1: 60 to 90 minutes of uninterrupted time with me and you were just talking. Mm. But just fucking people who i have nothing better to do just listen to us as well
0: yeah
1: <laughs> that wasn't don't take offense about it huh. by the way you joking we know this fuck all <laughs> to do at the moment but um, we have this time to talk to each other and we have, it's, it's the same with a walk like, where, I think when you say it 90 minutes you think Jesus Christ is a football match it sounds like a long time that is definitely
0: not the first thing that comes to my
1: well that's the first thing that comes to my head I could have watched <laughs> Everton get beat but if you go for an hour walk with your partner, they're sick of to have done straight away. And those type of things then don't become issues because you're just spending time talking. And when I say not interrupted, I mean like not on the phone, not doing any other shit, which is very, very difficult because everyone's on the phone all the time.
0: I think that's a really, really big one, the phone thing, because sometimes... I might be a bit different because mine and Ben's job is partly on social media as well. And we work online. So being on our phones is quite a common thing in our relationship. However, we both know when we need to be off them and we need to actually spend time with each other and just, to be fair, actually, we're not on them that that much considering we work yeah. off our phones. And especially when we go for a walk, we always say to each other, right, phones in our pockets. Yeah. Like, and then we... we we get into those deep conversations. I think that's when we have our most open and deep conversations. Because when you're walking as well, you're actually technically kind of exercising, but you're out and about when you're moving your body. Yeah. You can think better, you can focus a bit more, you're in the fresh air, rather than say if you, were, you wanted to be open and honest by sitting inside on the sofa, it might not be as easy. It might be easier yeah. to actually go out on a walk and have a have a chat with your partner. That way, if you actually want to connect to them on a deeper level,
1: yeah, hundred percent. There was one thing that I want to quickly fire for as well, which is it's like ca- kind of off on a tangent, but it does still relate. Mm. What do you think of people who say, um, "I want to be single forever"?
0: It's up to them. I actually don't really have personally for me. I wouldn't want to be single forever. I I enjoy affection. I enjoy, my love language is giving gifts and affection and touch. So I love it when you're affectionate to me and you say things like you're proud of me. See, touching me just, you know, you just touched my hand then by the way, guys. <laughs> I, that is that is my love language though, like being affectionate and, and it's a weird one because I've read about this in a book and you definitely obviously shouldn't rely on positive reinforcement. But, but psychologically, when, that's massively powerful. Positive when, yeah, when Ben says he's proud of me, I literally, I just that is like the best thing in the world to me. I think that's such a wonderful thing. And I I enjoy being with you in a mm. relationship. I just wouldn't want to be single forever. Like I want to have my future with you like the house next year i want to get married i want to have kids i want to have a family so i just thank you so much i think i mean yeah i think think, um it's very personal i I
1: have i haven't got an opinion i've got i've got friends who said they want to be single sometimes like what we say in certain parts of our lives don't always aren't always applicable like in another 10 year time I think we say certain things for our lives just because it's it's in the moment. That's how we feel at time. Potentially for some people, it's for people who've been hurt as well. Yeah, and don't want to be. They have hurt like again. trust issues. Yeah, like I've got no opinion on it, but I think as people, like we are social animals. Yeah. We we enjoy company.
0: We we statistically are social animals. All the research states that our human behaviour is we enjoy being around people, which is why lockdown i think has been quite difficult especially this third lockdown yeah where you can't even socialize with your friends
1: yeah i think though at this moment in time it's probably well i don't mean in in COVID because it obviously makes it more difficult but i I mean like in in general in this area it's it's easier to have casual relationships now more than ever what's that don't make me say come on
0: oh like friends with benefits
1: yeah, or just going out and having like a casual on stand or yeah. Like I think like now is an easier time than ever. So maybe that's why people yeah. don't aren't like in relationship. I don't know what the stats are, but I don't know. Maybe that's why those people are saying they don't want a relationship because at that moment in time they're just enjoying having casual relationships. Mm. Nothing wrong with that either.
0: Which is which is one hundred percent fine. And this is this whole thing, like someone asked me the other day, do you agree with marriage? I I don't agree or disagree with it. I feel like I personally want to get married, but also a lot of my friends don't want to like one of my best friends since i was 10 years old she doesn't want to get married or have kids and that is fine she's been in a relationship for like six years some people just don't they just don't actually want to get married but some people do i don't ever think that should be there should be a stigma I haven't up, but I
1: haven't around a that up. um just the, the stats on marriage and then also divorce
2: yeah so
1: 122% increase in divorces. Really? Since March, 31st, yeah. Since March 31st.
0: That's really sad. And that's because they're locked down I think down that's scared, why this, this,
1: again, this could be like one of the most important podcasts we've put Just like some tips that we've taken away from being together all the time of how your relationship could be longer lasting. Because I think it is so hard and you've got to spend the extra time together. I know my mates, some of the lads, who fucking can't wait to go to the pub because it's the time they can get away from the missus.
0: That makes me sad.
1: I, I, I don't agree with it because I, I personally like love spending time with you and I I can't wait to come back, but I've got I to say that <laughs> by the way. She's she's kicking me under the table. Um no. she's not. But it's important I think in a relationship as well, to have your own space and to have your 10000%. own time. And people aren't getting that and I think that's why possibly those stats are coming up.
0: It's like one of those things though as well. I've really well obviously I've not been training because I've got stitches. If you can see on the camera you probably can. I've got plasters all I over think, my body. I think the whole world's probably heard yeah, about I hope your they, I think they do now. Stitches. Um but I've not been training at the moment and I've been taking myself personally off out on a walk for about an hour and a half and I've not been walking with Ben because at this moment in time, he knows it's something that I have to do personally for my mental health. Yeah. My mental health, And he's so respectful of that. And there's been times when I've not been injured, we've both been training, where I just don't want to go for a walk, and he does, and he'll go for a walk, and he'll ring his mom or his dad or his sister and his mate and stuff, and he'll go out and walk on his own. Or sometimes I just want to sit in my room and read my book and have, and have some me time Again, Ben's not going to come down and say, Why aren't you spending every single second with me? It, he's not going to come down and say that.
1: Yeah. I think uh, potentially part of that, though, and why, again, there's maybe there's been so many divorces or may- maybe there's split ups and stuff as well. Again, I don't know the stats on like splitting up. I'm sure there isn't a, a database of, of that. Um, it's probably more temptation than ever. With what? Technology.
0: Yes. To just be on it, you mean? Well, and like ignoring for for accessibility
1: to other people. Like, for example, when uh, maybe back in like your mum and dad's type of era, yeah, the only other people that they would potentially see was those that they were walking past in the street, that they would see in the supermarket, the the people that they'd see when they're dropping you off at school. Maybe now the number of people that they see of the opposite sex. Is hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, of people yeah. on social media who they can connect with like that in an instant. Mm. So, that whether like someone wanted to speak to other people or cheat or whatever, it wasn't as accessible uh, then. Yeah, so the yeah, temptation yeah. Is, is now there, but also the the implementation of the action is, is way easier than what it was back then. You would have to go up and speak to someone, mm. which is a lot more daunting than just going, Hello, sexy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's um. <laughs> I think that the temptation is a lot higher, and it, because of social media, it's a lot more accessible to other people. If they if they had the temptation already, they've now got the tools to be able to implement.
0: Well, this is actually a question we get asked a lot, isn't it? In terms of, do you find it hard being like big on social media and like like girls and boys liking each other's pictures? And I just always say to people,
1: this is one of my questions as well. By the I way, I just
0: say to people out of respect. Me and Ben don't we don't do that because don't,
1: don't cover it too much because we've got a couple of questions to ask you. on Oh,
0: it. you go on it then because I'm I'm. But good. yeah, that
1: was just the temptation thing. Obviously, there's things like Bumble. Is Bumble it? I think Bumble, Bumble Tinder. Tinder. I know Cal's on Grinder. <laughs> um What's that? It's the gay one.
0: Oh. That's a joke. Okay, I didn't laugh. I'm sorry. I know. Just I've, move on.
1: But I know, I know that you are a heterosexual male, so me making that reference is just. Throwing throwing you in there a little bit to maybe some guys who find you very attractive. I'll put my uh, i put my bio in Yeah, make sure you do. Um, but yeah, there's there's lots of these other platforms that make it easy accessible mm. to for people for dating as well. Like obviously it's it's a good way for for people to connect. I think the only thing is though that, that connection is a lot more shallow than it would be when people meet in person.
0: Yeah, I I mean I wouldn't ever use them or did before Ben because I was scared of catfishes
1: i feel like when it's four sometimes it's, it's, it's how difficult. could you
0: not be it's, scared of that you're the person you're speaking to is a six-year-old man yeah i just think they're quite dangerous to be, to be quite frank you're not supposed to meet up with people on your own are you if you meet with someone off it's it's like recommended that if you meet someone off tinder yeah. you should tell your friend where you are or they should be with you in case they're the, not the person they are
1: yeah yeah it's difficult isn't it? I mean, i'm also a warrior that so. that's the thing with <laughs> especially gonna be like what do you think technology's done for relationships
0: I think for a lot of them... Do you think it's them, positive
1: or negative? More so swaying towards... Negative. It was, negative, do you reckon? Okay.
0: Yeah, because, like you said before, and I get this question off girls all the time, like, how do you deal with Ben liking, like, other girls' pictures? I'm like, what kind of pictures do you want about, like, underwear, like, porn pictures? I'm like, he doesn't... Because he knows I don't like it. At, like, end this- of, like, you should have that conversation with your partner. If you don't like it, just as, like, I wouldn't go on... I on think, Instagram yeah. and, like, nude pictures of men because Ben would be like, what the fuck are you doing? I think that's one
1: of those things, that, like, is, is what I was going to ask, like, what is acceptable? Because I think that's a question that we get asked quite a lot. It massively depends on on the relationship and what your, what your partner's comfortable with. I think there's got to be a, give and, a bit of give and take, like, in regards, I wouldn't do stuff that makes you uncomfortable, but at the same time, you couldn't say to me, don't like her photo. I was like, why it's my sister? Or like, yeah. not to that degree, but why it's like, it's one of my good friends or it's someone that I support. Like, there's got to be some stuff in regards to it that is absolutely not too far, but I think it's a, a discussion that you've got to have with your partner. In, re- in regards to when you're in relationship, I don't think you should be liking uh, f- other females' pictures who like, I think, uh, like- uh, No, 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 no. What I think, what I believe is, it, de- it massively depends on what the intention is. What is the intention of why you have double tapped that photo? Mm. Is it because right, I feel like I'd like to better or is it because it's like I support the piece of content, it's educational, Um, it's someone who is part of my community. Like there's different reasons. Why, and th- th- I think it's harder when you're in the fitness industry because people are half naked all the time.
0: Yeah. I think that's where me and Ben are pretty great with that though. Like we understand the industry. So Ben follows loads of girls who are great and into fitness and they look freaking fantastic. Yeah, he likes their content because they look great, they're lifting heavy, they're strong, they're powerful women. That doesn't bother me because that's what I promote. And I do the same with him. Like a lot of Ben's mates or people I follow, yeah, they're in great shape and we we know them. For example, you
1: like a lot of people's posts who well I'll be like half naked, I'm not half naked because it's just guys with the tops off. Yeah. Who are like gym shock athletes? Like, for like example. Elliot, Zach, Yeah, Nathan. And I know the reason that you're doing that is because you're supporting them. you You supporting yeah. them, you support the part of the community, and I think that's what you've got to realize, and you've got to have an understa- a mutual understanding with your partner to that. But then at the same time, if someone is mega, mega anxious about it, makes them feel down, don't do it. Like, yeah.
0: You don't want to upset your partner, and like I probably said at the very start of our relationship, look. I won't like it if you like porn pics on Instagram. At the same time though,
1: if that is the other person's issue and a trust issue, there needs to be some work done from the other person Mm. because it's not not right to make that person feel trapped and they they can't do certain things because that's your issue. It's not their issue.
0: Yeah, 100%. You just have to like know your partner's um, level of, like your boundaries really. And we're great with it. Like we have communicated so well because we do work on a platform on Instagram and on social media and we... We're very open and honest with each other, which it's not an issue for myself and Ben. But if you're feeling like, I don't know, you're uncomfortable with your partner liking girls' underwear photos, for example, just just say to him, Look, like, like, is there an intention behind it? Like, it just makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And they might, they honestly, boys can be boys. They might not even notice he's doing anything. But if you bring it up and say, Look, I'm really sorry, it's just making me feel this sort of way. You can just have a conversation. It, I think it's
1: it is fairly obvious sometimes though because I've even seen people who I am um, like in the same industry as.
0: Yeah, and we've been like that slide. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it's like they've liked someone else's photo
1: and it's like a girl lying down on the bed in with a phone. A no, just just awesome the yeah. air. And it's like, oh, chill vibes, no, a coffee, or whatever, <laughs> brunch. Carl was going on this yesterday. And they've liked the photo and it's got the fuck all to do with fitness and it's like mm, it's a bit too far yeah
0: but again and it's a, this is great that me and Ben can talk about this so openly because it might help some of you just maybe like if you do feel anxious or you want to have a conversation like guy or girl with your partner go ahead and just have the mm. conversation like and if you feel like you can't have that conversation you can build up to it and just definitely think like you need to work on your communication maybe a little bit on like yeah. a deeper level which is fine there's always things to work on in a relationship
1: the other thing that I was going to bring up, and I think this is the one that is most harmful with social media, mm. is comparing your relationship with someone else's.
0: Yeah. We get that a lot, unfortunately. Do you know, know what the thing is as well, one. though?
1: Because I'm sure you could probably tick, flick through like the search engine of Instagram or other platforms and see, like, oh, there's two godlike Adonises slouched over a Lamborghini in the desert of Dubai. And it's like, oh, I'm stuck in my flat with my partner and two kids and he's sitting there picking his horse, eating beans. And it's like, at that moment in time, you made the comparison of two completely different situations yeah. and it's easy to see why people are then, well, why can't I have that? And again, it's that thing of, because we now have it served on a plate. By the way, those, those images are just obviously completely set up. They're an absolute glimpse and a highlight reel of that relationship it doesn't mean that they are any happier than what you are they still have low points they also the money to, the, the financial like it, side of it even if they have a lot of money does not not make them them happy by the way no. usually it just causes more issues if there's already rifts there and i think that's the most difficult thing again because looking back into maybe when our mum and dad for example were in relationships they didn't really have anything to compare it to apart from probably the mates relationships whereas now you see all these other things in regards to People in fancy hotels staying away, look what they're doing, but there's a lot more to compare to, but they don't see the other side. So, like me and you have arguments sometimes.
0: Yeah, and we're not going to post a picture. You don't po- if- I'm
1: not going to post it on a picture. <laughs> I'll talk about it on a podcast I envisioned- or a piece of content. I-, I
0: cry a lot just in general. I mean, I cried last night in Lord of the Rings, but. I'm not going to get Cal to come out like, sorry, just take a picture of me and Ben are arguing yeah. want to post on my page. <laughs> like, it just doesn't We do happen. put couple of things
1: up every now and again. And they probably are on fancy locations and stuff. It's just like a, a celebration of that and point. We en- and
0: we enjoy those pictures yeah, yeah. and that's what you tend to do with Instagram. You put up the content that you enjoy In that I think Instagram's really like. the worst
1: place for it because there's yeah. no real context of, there's just a snippet. I think Whereas YouTube like when we do would. YouTube video or podcast, we can talk about a whole range of stuff that happens in a relationship, not just the pinnacle of it.
0: But YouTube's actually really good because I'm on quite a lot of your videos.
1: Probably doing. a and and you- <laughs> you
0: can, But you can see our relationship really well where... For example, the other week Ben jumped on my back and I thought I was I was literally going to crumble to the floor and just melt. Do you know what the
1: thing I was thinking? Because of? he
0: caught my he caught my stitches on the side and I've never I look back and I was so freaking dramatic.
1: Yeah, it didn't even hurt, did it?
0: Didn't hurt. I just yeah. got paranoid.
1: That's fucking standard. The other time I was thinking of when we built that bench.
0: Oh, I thought DIY I thought ben in relationships. By the way, this
1: is the I don't go together very well.
0: I've ju- I've just stood there in the video holding the spanner for like an hour because
1: you wore a spanner basically. Ben's
0: like, pass me the spanner. I'm like, oh sorry. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: so that that was the other thing is likes and comments and stuff and technology I think the other thing that I was gonna touch on is what just really quickly what would be your red flags
0: in a relationship
1: yeah or a partner Uh, relationship or a partner
0: I don't uh, I guess like being secretive yeah in terms of like this is a weird one though like and I've, I've I've said this to like Kyle before and stuff because we all share each other's instagrams that's
1: what i was going to
0: talk about yeah or it's never an issue for us like sometimes ben uses my phone to go on my instagram to look at something and we're just not asked about passing each other our phones like it's not a big deal i think maybe if like you were sat with your partner and a message popped up on something and they quickly like pulled it away or something or, or they were just being a bit like really defensive I don't, I, I've never had a red flag with you, so I can't, I, I couldn't really give an example, or maybe like, um, lying about where, they, yeah. where they've where they been, and things like that. Um, that's all I can think of. Yeah,
1: I think that was one, going to be one 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 for me, is if if your partner has to check your phone, like, say I've gone to the toilet, i left my phone on the side, and I know that you've checked my phone. Yeah, that that's is a weird. big red flag to me, because that just signals trust issues.
0: Yeah, massively, you don't, yeah, but you don't need to be doing that. Or well,
1: you don't want to spend no time together. Like, you just want to go out and do other stuff which doesn't involve you. is another red flag because you just don't want to spend time with that person. It's not really ideal, is it?
0: No, I've actually just pulled up some red flags as well. Oh, go on then. Just because I thought we actually, <laughs> we're probably not the best people to no, give experiences really on red flags. flags. Um. Okay, so they try to drive a wedge between you and your family and friends. Oh, wow,
1: well, yeah, that's a big one.
0: They roll your eyes at you a lot. I
1: think, sorry, the the other big one is like that they can't get on with any of your friends. Like that's not a good thing. Yeah, can't
0: get on with friends or family or they say something negative about your family. They describe all their exes as crazy, which is an interesting one.
1: That's similar to like when you have a a coach, I think as well. Like if we take on a client, like I've had five different coaches and they were all shit. Usually it's a problem with you, not the the coach. And it's the same, like Mm -hmm. it's probably a, a problem with you, not the partner's.
0: They have no work ethic. They're on a different sleep schedule. That's... Uh, They're secretive.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, secretive is a big one, yeah.
0: Um, They demand your phone, email, social media, passwords. Again, not appropriate. Also,
1: they don't disclose anything about the past or previous. I think that's probably a bit weird.
0: Yeah, not uh, not being open and honest. Like, it could
1: be like a, a mass murder and you just wouldn't ever know.
0: Um. Oh, this one's actually a really important one for... Um, I think anyway, they make fun of you during sex. That's
1: a, I thought you were going I think to say that something would be an, I then. think that
0: would be a red flag. That would be a horrible thing because it's a very intimate situation.
1: Yeah, I think to all sex in that way isn't isn't good. I thought you were just going to say like taking the piss in general. I I do take the piss out of you sometimes.
0: All time, but, <laughs> not in a jokey way. Yeah,
1: but I would never do something which is like, I think there's boundaries. You've got to know where...
0: You know my boundaries. Do you remember when
1: Alima did that banter scale? i think that was quite yeah, relevant yeah, yeah. because you've got to know where people where your relationship is with that person to give that level of banter and there's a difference between banter and then me like attacking you or like giving criticism because mm. you, you've got to know your boundaries and stuff like it does then become um a hole a dark hole
0: yeah okay i'm just gonna do three more because i think well, these no. are really great they refuse to make your relationship public
1: the, oh wow yeah I don't know if that's a
0: massive red flag though because it really depends uh, I think yeah.
1: if people if people like don't want to be in the social eye, or people I yeah. think
0: if you're on social media like, like me and Ben we own a business together our business is online so obviously we're going to share it but I think if you're big on social media and you don't want to share your relationship that's fine yeah and also the partner might not want to be shared on your social media do you know what I
1: think shady is shit though like if, if for example you did go somewhere else so people didn't know yeah and they went, are you in a relationship and then they just say no? That said, is no. shady and shit. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's just nasty. Cause then you're not you're not proud yeah. to be in that relationship. Um, they have a different idea than you of what it means to be faithful. So they have so say for example, I reckon ex- an example could be they don't think flirting on a night out is bad, but you yeah. do. Like that's a diff you're they're thinking differently about what's being faithful yeah. and what's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly they're incapable of apologising
1: I was asked, that was one of my things actually was apologies
0: yeah sometimes it takes a lot to apologise but sometimes you just have to it
1: depends what it is like obviously it's, it's odd sometimes sometimes you can't apologise straight away
0: we're, yeah we're, we're quite great at it you, now, can't, you, you
1: sometimes can't go oh let's just apologise and forget about it mm. there's, there's 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 been times where something we've said to each other has been A bit bit too far, and it's like you can't just breeze over it straight away. You just you need to give that person a bit of space. Yeah.
0: Well, sometimes I could have said something to you, and then I really regretted it, but I felt too embarrassed to say sorry like straight away. But obviously, we always do apologise. But sometimes you just feel a bit like, oh, fucking hell! Like I should not have said that the way I I did. did, Like
1: I've got a short fuse, and I'll sometimes say something in the heat of the moment that you don't Mm. mean.
0: But you always apologise, and it's never. Yeah, it's but sometimes always a you need to leave apology. your topic space, though.
1: Sometimes as well.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, yeah, cool. I think mean, they're probably the, the best red flags. I'm now going to go on to this. This
0: don't do like a quick fire or something because that's too much pressure.
1: It's not quick fire. I'm going to do, do. I'll do. I'll do vice versa. By the way, annoying traits about each other.
0: My annoy. What I think about you. Yeah. You gulp. When you drink,
1: I don't even know what you're talking. Don't
0: Ben, please! Everyone block your ears! Everyone block your ears! Is that loud That actually wasn't too bad, but that's that—that's not an annoying. <laughs> uh, ben, stop it, please! That's really gross. <laughs> that's actually really disrespectful. <laughs> but I hate that. See, it's not just Ben though. That's that is, is so actually—that's like my phobia. When people eat loud or gulp, actually has a name. I think it's like misophobia or something. Uh. So it's not necessarily Ben. <clears throat> But because I'm always next to him and he she does literally, it. Literally, if anyone's been listening to the podcast for a long to
1: time, write. she what's after saying, stop drinking so loud.
0: I hold up my phone with a note on saying, stop gulping.
1: Yeah.
0: But obviously, obviously that is a me problem. Yeah, because that, is not that then a annoys me problem. sometimes because I literally <laughs> have to
1: feel like I eat and drink. Like, I don't know what.
0: It is a phobia though, because I've had to self-teach myself how not to gulp when I drink because I used to hate listening to myself. Okay. so anymore. Any um, I think sometimes you can be quite rational on a decision.
1: Irrational, you mean?
0: I don't know which one I mean.
1: Rational means that you're oh irrational.
0: Through. Sometimes you'd just be like yeah, too yeah. quick to to do something or judge or say something, yeah, yeah. Um, rather than actually thinking maybe about like the consequence of how it would potentially make me feel or like a second consequence. But I mean, do you know what? You don't I, really I, have this, any. this probably
1: doesn't apply to relationships because me and Carl were talking yesterday about recording and stuff and we talk like sometimes it's better to take action um what was the quote so
2: it's
0: better to ask for forgiveness than easier to ask ask for forgiveness that doesn't apply permission. in a
1: concept but it's about like taking action mm. without permission and doing something then asking for forgiveness if you fuck it up yeah. i suppose it's not as applicable but the right place, yeah exactly yeah, i think it depends on the intention as well and like if it was if it was in the moment like i've said so to you before just on a whim and it's like, oh I didn't I not actually mean that. Yeah. What am um, what
0: am
1: I? I think you know what yours is. Cleaning. Fuck me. <laughs> like, Again though, no no no, this let me explain. Is a me let me explain. Yeah, b- but no joke, and I've said this before on the podcast, okay, I'm sitting here. I've been waiting ages for stuff something to eat because it have been nice. working. I've sat down, okay, what what I'm thinking about what I'm having. i I really enjoy Uncle Ben's barbecue rice at the moment. So I sat down, Uncle Ben's barbecue rice, chicken's done on the side. Big splodge of mayo. Oh, what else <laughs> comes with it? Oh, a big fat spray of um, antibacteria all over my fucking chicken and because she's cleaning <laughs> up <laughs> as I'm eating. Who, this has only who happened a
0: few times when he spilled.
1: Okay, I'll tell you what it happened last night when I was making my yogurt. You were spraying the The other thing, no joke. I, every time now <laughs> I do it, I lock the toilet door because you come in and start cleaning <laughs> the bathroom and I'm mid shit.
0: Do you know what though? Again, that is a me problem. I've had it since I was really young. In terms of my sister says the same, she's like, Lucy, stop cleaning. I think when you actually have OCD and anxiety, though, which I have both been, to be fair, I have both been diagnosed with it, it's really hard for me not to do it sometimes. Like, even Cal will have experienced it with me, like when he puts his coat on the chair. I will take that motherfucker downstairs. And it's just, it's not him. It's not you. It's its genuinely, I can't relax. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's really difficult because Ben's really tidy. He's I'm not so really t- tidy.
1: Like if I was on a scale of like one to 10, I am like- You're About a six. Yeah, sort of like over the middle of the road. Like I'm not untidy, but I'm not like mega tidy. I'm just quite casual.
0: Yeah, I'm, whereas I'm way? a 12. Yeah. I'm like off the scale. She's so sometimes scale, yeah. it's hard to- it's hard to just be okay with that, yeah. But I've, it is something I work on.
1: <laughs> I forgot what my way of a point was. Then
0: I'm just great. That's the only point. Poly- no,
1: there was another one. Oh, don't uh, say there's can't another one. It. It's just absolutely gone out of my head, and it was absolutely really important.
0: If you can't remember it, though, it can't be that
1: important. It was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna classify it as like you, often are too over competitive.
0: Oh yeah, I agree with to that. To the
1: point where like it's not a competition, and then you you cr- you make, make it a competition.
0: competition. I agree with that. Again. Gotta work on it myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was actually a really important point it's that now I I've, I've forgot about it.
0: Yeah, being over competitive, surely that's the. the oh point. no, sorry. Do God, want... Don't tell me there's a third. <laughs> that, that's not that
1: bad though, because I'm over competitive, so I think we both fall into that category. Your spatial awareness sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's that I walk into you constantly, don't no, I? No,
1: like when you're doing, say for example, we're both in the kitchen, you're like a bulldozer. like mm. You, do, you don't see anyone else there. Like, what, you focus on doing your thing. Yeah. I can be next to you. And so if you don't come on cooking something, you're just like, I'm literally, we'll get pushed into the corner. Yeah. I think you do it with Meg as well sometimes. Yeah, it's I not do. just like just, it's I, not like a relationship thing. It's like a your spatial awareness sometimes.
0: Isn't there. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. I completely agree with that. And also, do you know what is like great? The fact that me and Ben can have this conversation. Yeah.
1: What One of the ones you probably not put on mine is like, Matt, I have the patience of, of
0: a, a screwdriver
1: does a screwdriver have patience
0: exactly my point
1: <laughs> I mean that's a very weird comparison
0: <laughs> oh no but the point was oh, you, a screwdriver doesn't have patience yeah I have very no, little patience. Have patience I just want
1: shit done now
0: yeah I never and sometimes and do that's, after that's up not up, always always no, the case like things can't be done like, yeah yeah I'm, that's where
1: I need to learn to have more and just calm down sometimes a little bit and just come away from a task or come away from something and just chill for a sec
0: yeah which is fine. Again, it's something that, which is which is actually okay that Ben isn't as patient because I can be really, really patient. Yeah. So that helps him. And then he helps me being like, look, don't tidy that away. Like, just just leave yeah. it for a sec. Like, because that pushes me past a boundary that I'm not comfortable with, with having like OCD and tidying yeah. up as well. And it's having that ability in a relationship to not be nasty about your other person's Thing, do you know what I mean? Like, don't like penalise them for Mm -hmm. it. It's just something that they had that before they were in a relationship with you. You now need to work on that together. It's not gonna they're not gonna change. They shouldn't have to change. You just have to say, okay, look, Ben, I'm really clean and tidy. Just letting you know. And then Ben say, yeah, I've got a patience of a screwdriver.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It's sometimes about get getting it out there as well. Like, I just need to release something sometimes mm. rather than bottle her up
0: yeah for sure Remember, like
1: when my car got robbed put my hand through the wall
0: yeah Ben punched a hole in my wall I, I was, right was so there, calm wasn't i, I yeah, just you caught, were very calm i the called the plasterer and i was like yeah. i'm really sorry my boyfriend punched the wall can we just get it fixed yeah i and think I was really calm. we
1: are i think we're gonna go into a game i think we are we're gonna going finish off the game. game firstly though i just want to really touch on this because i think because we've got a platform um, with a lot of people who listen, and we've got quite a big following across like all platforms. I think it's also an important time, I'm going to ask Carl just to pull up a couple of stats if there is any, just on domestic abuse. Because I know there's been um, rising stats with domestic abuse as well. I don't think anyone should have to put up with domestic abuse, but with violence in relationship, it's, n- it's not on at all. But we know that it goes on. Like I worked for the, the, the police for four or five years probably in total, and it, it's something that I saw a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, I've saw the damage it's caused to, to people mentally, physically, to families, and the, the knock on effect to that. And I think it's important that if you need someone to speak to, that you've got to open up about it. You've got to talk to other people about it. You've got to talk to relevant authorities, um, and you need to reach out to people if, if it's something that, and if you don't want to talk to police, i know there's relevant um, lines you can over, open conversation with as well.
0: There's things as well that I saw on the news. I obviously don't know how true this is. You've got a lot of things on the news, but where people, I think they were going into boots and they had a code word oh, yeah, that they tell that. the person behind the tail, it was something like potato and the person behind the till knows that that person is suffering with from a Physi- uh, physical abuse from yeah. their partner. So
2: when I was working in a bar,
1: Wow. well so someone goes into a bar and asks for an angel shot yeah. it was a signal of domestic abuse yeah
2: so then you just call you um what did you, do? you have to grab a manager and then just make sure that you're with them all
0: the time. So yeah okay. wow. so you gotta support that person. because you could, because realistically they could be at the bar with that yeah. partner or they could be sat at a table and you've gone up to get the drinks and you say angel shot and then i mean really uh,
2: and you also don't
1: Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, so not made Stop the food. drink, yeah. yeah. Wow. There's there's loads of training either on, but the, the, the police is just completely irrelevant. To this more so to do with like they they should they shouldn't be left together. Like the, the other person has to leave the household and go to somewhere else. They can't be left yeah. there. But they're just completely different for the person who's like there and need the support. um
0: and there was obviously what, I'll try, what
1: I also do actually. I'll I'll um I'll ask Cal to put it in the in the YouTube links and I'll also put it in the podcast links. It's just line. just a helpline for yeah. domestic abuse, and and if you need to speak to someone, obviously the, those. Um, those lines will be, be there for you if if needed for support and advice moving forward yeah, we definitely. don't have the advice like I, I'm not qualified to give advice on that but if we can just give put that message out there and and help people who may be struggling then I think that's a great thing to be able to do
0: yeah definitely and there was a lot on the news about the stats increasing during lockdown as well yeah, yeah. in terms of domestic abuse so yeah as Ben said those links helplines whatever we can find will pop in the description of the YouTube I video for you.
1: I think that's going to be natural, isn't it, with the amount of people locked up mm-hmm. together. It's going to spend a lot more time together that, that those rates are going to, going to um, continue to increase as well. So people need more support with that.
0: Yeah, indeed. So we're going to play a game. That reminds we're me going, of that you're probably, you're probably, you probably you probably to um, You probably, if you're on I,
1: watch listen to this on Thanks. Apple. Um, If you want to switch over to the YouTube channel and watch this, it's probably going to be a bit more visual and than anything. One thing that I'm going to have to say is that I do need... A wee wee as well. So,
0: that's okay. We'll just do like it's a, really a really quick, 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 yeah, yeah. It's a quick say, five hour how game. How do some
1: people do two or three hour podcasts, by the way?
0: They ha- must have a pause. They occasionally just jump out and move to the
1: what are those things for that like you can get fitted in the hospital and your penis? Have to. We could buy a caffeine. Don't,
0: that's really no.
1: Okay. That was just an
0: idea. No. Okay. Yeah. So, how does the game work? Okay. So, the game
2: works. I ask a question and then um, it's going to be, the question's going to be direct. Okay. And then you're both going to write down what Ben's answer is okay. so first question is Okay. Is, okay. Just, to,
1: just to clarify Carl's going to be asking questions if you can't hear him very well I'll repeat
0: I'll, to the from
1: to come I'll, re- I'll repeat the question anyway just so um it can be heard properly and, okay so know, I write is. down
0: the answer to whatever Ben something about Ben yeah
2: so okay. basically what is Ben's most annoying habit
1: what is my most annoying habit so we kind of just covered that
0: yeah. and then do I hold it up
1: Okay, wait. I haven't wrote down yet. Jesus Christ, you wrote that fast.
0: Your most annoying habit. We just spoke about it.
1: I forgot what it is. Already.
0: Okay. Well, I just had to just write, write something.
1: Forgot. I have no idea. Oh, gulping. You, just, you can't tell me. <laughs> yeah, but... I have to do that one again because you just told me what the okay. fuck well, answer is. Well,
0: gulping. Okay.
1: Don't point to it. Okay. <laughs> What is Lucy's biggest phobia? Oh. Okay. Um.
0: I don't know if you'll get this one because that's actually quite skew with from the conversation that we had before. If you'll listen to the podcast, guys, we are here. We are just writing our very... Okay,
1: you ready? Our very good answers. Answers, go.
0: What did you put?
1: Cliffs or heights.
0: Are you joking?
1: Every time you go near your edge, you're like, I want to jump off.
0: Because I, I like jumping off cliffs okay, what and was climbing dogs.
1: Oh God! Yeah. Well,
0: oh wow. Well. More clarity to what you
2: mean by like, jumping off cliffs.
0: Jumping I mean, I'm like an adventure seeker. Like I ski mountains, no, I, I ski, I climb. You've
1: got um, what's it called? No, a psychological death got, wish. I've
0: got a death wish. Which is actually again a psychological thing. So if I walk over it's not a fear though.
1: Yeah, no, my To explain it better, my psychology teacher had this. So my psychology teacher had a death wish, which when he was close to edges, he would like no joke, his wife would have to watch mm. what he was doing because he would just he would subconsciously be drawn to the edge
0: to the point yeah. where he'd jump off. Yeah. Well I have it with knives. And I've said so, to you, because Kyle's like, at least you don't hold a knife, because I I won't but because I have that psychological thing, and it's really, really common, and I've spoke about it on my story, it links with OCD. I want to stab myself. And it's really strange. It's like a lot of people have it with the car. When you're driving a car, a lot of people just want to turn the steering wheel. Yeah. I don't, don't have...
2: you actually want to
0: stab yourself? No, you don't you at do all. It. Yeah, yeah. It's not even quite... I would okay. never... It's just like a weird thing. Okay, next, next right. question. Next
2: question. What is Ben's least favourite
1: What's my least favorite food?
0: God, the boy eats absolutely everything. Oh. oh, I actually know. I'll know more than he does.
1: Least favorite food. What's yeah, my answer? You can't This is what I mean. So I don't have a say in a lot of stuff because Lucy will just. <laughs> no, sit but and this tell is, is actually your
0: worst food. My
1: worst food. Okay, I'm just gonna guess at this. What you might have put?
0: I, this would be really sad if we don't get any of the same answers. Are you ready? Three, two, one.
1: I put Marmite. Olives? Oh, shit, yeah, it is, actually.
0: (laughs) See, I know you better than you know yourself. Because you would eat Marmite, but you don't like olives. Yeah, because olives are basically
1: like grapes that have been left at the bottom of the sea for like two weeks.
0: (laughs) That's of what they taste like.
1: Right, next one. Last
2: question is Lucy's biggest celebrity crush.
1: Lucy's biggest celebrity crush.
0: You won't get this one either. Oh,
1: God. I'm going to guess at this one.
0: So this will be hilarious if you get this, because I still find it hilarious because it's actually kind of a fictional character.
1: <laughs> oh, for God's sake! I'm never going to get an then I'm like, you can't pick a fictional character. <laughs> no, but
0: he's he's real. He's so real.
1: Okay, I would have put um, the Rock and Moana if it was going to be a fictional character. No, not that fictional. Okay, three, two, one, go. I put Jared Butler.
0: Oh, he's great as well. No, but I put Orlando Bloom when he plays Daglas.
1: Okay. Is that just when he plays Legolasso or just in general? Yeah, when he plays Legolas. He's
0: cool. But they were so exciting. Thanks so much for that, Cal. And I feel like that wraps up the podcast really nicely. And this was actually, it felt like a therapy session. I think when, when you talk about your relationship so in depth it's really really important and obviously we've been through quite a lot of things today in terms of communication social media working together living together obviously what ben touched on at the end there is is really important that's a very very serious um subjects and topic. so yeah we'll leave those links below
1: obviously just to, to finish off again we are not experts in relationships and giving out advice we are pretty much just two people who go to the gym
0: two people in a relationship run, run <laughs> that's a literally what we are and yeah. just
1: enjoying life at the moment and they're just some of the little snippets and nuggets, nuggets. of that and you're gonna say nuggets so i got I there before you yeah. i
0: know i love nuggets no it makes you think, think of golden nuggets, nuggets. i think of poo nuggets
1: oh. we're just two people enjoying life at the moment just trying to share some of that and enlighten some people with it maybe but um just before we go we are still running the podcast giveaway which is didn't what's involved
0: oh as in the prize yeah. or what you have prize. to do prize so you get a massive supplement bundle you get the my coach school beauty loops t-shirts clarity bottle bands you get a year's free access on the my coach school and then also you'll have access to the app once it's launched and then also a gymshark voucher
1: yes so <sighs> to be in with a chance to win that all you need to do is leave a review a five-star review of the podcast if that is on itunes mm-hmm. how do you do that
0: apple podcast so yeah what you have to do which is a little bit different you have have to actually go to the search bar type in the not so Fit fickle podcast click on the not so Fit fickle podcast scroll down and then it's all there for you to write a review and leave a star or five five
1: nice star yeah and then also you can submit this on the youtube channel
0: mm-hmm.
1: so if you go to the not so Fit fickle youtube channel obviously this is only the second episode on any of the episodes through february if you leave um Just a quick review on there, what you thought of the podcast, leave your Instagram handle, then you will also be in the prize draw to win that amazing comp.
0: Yeah, definitely. So we hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Have a wonderful day or evening, wherever you are in the world, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.